Hello and welcome to Contra Mundum. This is your nothing ever happens leader. I'm here. Uh, I'm I'm Pastor Andrew Isker with my co-host uh, CJ Engel. Hello, CJ. Doing good. How are you doing? I'm ready to go. I'm doing great. And I, you know, we're a little bit late today because uh, CJ had to get a uh, new internet. Uh, a little known uh, fact about CJ, he lives in the remote part of, of Northern California that uh, that seceded from the Union yeah, uh, during the Civil true. War. And <laughs> yes. uh, only recently did they rejoin the Union, and that's why he hasn't been able to have good internet until now, because they no, no internet service provider would accept Confederate currency. So now, uh, so, so now is, it, is it true that, uh, that you have to buy your groceries with Confederate dollars? It's 100% true. All rumors to the contrary are lies. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, welcome back to uh, welcome back to the union, um, <laughs> and and welcome to the internet. Welcome to high speed uh, internet. You're not a bunch of pixels, actually. You're 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 flesh and blood. So that's yes. great. Uh, so um, we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, uh, including what I alluded to in the very beginning. Uh, we thought after right after we recorded last week, we thought, oh man, here it comes. Big news! Donald Trump is getting indicted. He's going to jail, and of course, you know that didn't happen. Do you think uh, so? That, Do you think they chickened out? Do you think that's what happened? Um, no. I think that the prosecutor is totally incompetent and an idiot, and okay, and thought you know it was. I mean, it's that tweet. It's the famous you know tweet of um, uh oh, how is how is Donnie gonna wriggle out of this jam? You know, we got him now. Uh, Trump uh, effortlessly wriggles out. Yeah. Uh, well, nevertheless, uh, <laughs> like it's it's that. Like they think they always got him. They think they got him boxed in, and 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 they don't. Um, and so, and and I think I saw something from because it was all over. You know, the Stormy Daniels thing. We'll we'll get into this actually, um, because it pertains to some of the topics we want to we want to discuss. Uh, but it was over the you know the Stormy Daniels stuff and the the alleged you know payment and everything. And they they totally botched it apparently. And they uh, I had read that Alvin Bragg, the uh, totally incompetent uh, prosecutor in Manhattan, um, withheld exculpatory evidence from the grand jury. Um, and so like the guy could get disbarred over this. It's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really ridiculous and absurd. Yeah. But of course, I mean, our you know uh, our friend uh, 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 Pedro, um, he uh, he he talked about this, and I think he made a, a good point. Like Trump kind of just used this to uh, to raise a whole bunch of money <laughs> for for uh, presidential yeah. fundraising. Uh, that's really what it, what it mostly is about. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, at the same time, it's obviously uh, concerning that you would prosecute a former president of the United States. That's why he was able to raise money off of it because it's a it's a very serious, you know, banana republic type type thing. And it, it's you know going back eight years ago now, uh, Trump has you know whatever you want to say about him, and 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 um, and you know you know Pedro has had good reporting about really the sleazy kind of cushionary stuff that has gone on in Trump world uh, mm -hmm. that that is it's awful. Um, but what, you know, all, all of that stuff considered, um, Trump has revealed the, what the system is. He's made it unavoidable to understand what, what the system actually is, that it's, the, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's way more fake than your seventh grade civics teacher told you. Um, and, and so that's, that's what we have to understand, uh, with all of it. Uh, but we have, a, we have a few topics that we want to get into, uh, today. Um, last week we discussed, um, we discussed Ron DeSantis 
and his comments to, or at least his statement that he gave to the Tucker Carlson show about Ukraine mm-hmm. and everything that he said up, up, about it, that, that, you know, it, it was great. I mean, I, I, you know, here, you know, this, this noted DeSantis critic, me, uh, was, I was praising him. I was saying, oh, this is great. He's, he's saying the exact thing that I want him to, to say about this. He's, he's fighting yeah. back against the globalist American empire. Uh, this, this is wonderful. It, it's kind of, uh, makes me nervous about Trump. Is he gonna, you know, this is the really the differentiating thing between him and Trump. And now he's taken that away. Well, this week, uh, things change. So I'll play a video. Uh, uh, DeSantis went on uh, on video with uh, Piers Morgan, I think, with the, uh, on behalf of the New York Post. So we'll we'll play that now. Lensky last summer. What I was struck by was the utter resolve of the people there, which I suspect would be exactly the same if somebody invaded any part of America, which was not to give Putin an inch, not an inch. In fact, they wanted Crimea back. And I think they would they would take issue with it being categorized. Yeah, as so kind of- as I say, I think they have the right to that territory. I just think that's the source of the conflict. It's in those regions, which there's likely going to continue to be a lot of conflict on that going forward. So if I could snap my fingers, I'd give it back to Ukraine 100%. But the reality is, what is America's involvement in terms of escalating with more weapons? And certainly ground troops, I think, would be a mistake. So that was the point I was trying to make. But Russia was wrong to invade, they were wrong to take Crimea. What's your view of Putin? Look, I think he's got grand ambitions. I think he's hostile to the United States, but I think the thing that we've seen is he doesn't have the conventional capability to realize his ambitions. And so he's basically a gas station with a bunch of nuclear weapons. And so for us, one of the things we could be doing better is utilizing our own energy resources in the United States. We could be permitting natural gas pipelines mm-hmm. from Marshallis, doing a lot in, uh, in, in Alaska. That's where he gets all his power. And obviously he's influenced Europe uh, by, by having so much energy. So the way to hit Putin is to hit him with energy. But I do think you look back, all the defense analysts and me in the past, we overestimated his conventional capability. This has been a huge mm-hmm. blunder for him, uh, huge costs. And uh, you know we'll see what ends up happening with his longevity and, and, and power. But but this has been a this has been a loss. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that sounds like uh, it sounds like there's going to be a color revolution. <laughs> like we'll we'll see how long yeah. he's going to last. I mean, that's that's sort of indicating something interesting. I think this is mostly a conversation of appealing to the donors, right? Getting oh, yeah, getting the big dogs in the Republican Party to to know that he's a team player. You know, I think yeah. that's kind of what's going on here. Um, he's a buddy, but he has to balance it because he also has to appeal to the base because the base is just sick of our involvement over there. Just listen to how he framed it, right? (laughs) He, uh, he he starts out and he sounds like, oh, he's, he's not really walking it back yet. He's saying, well, you know, we don't want to escalate. We don't want to, obviously we don't want to send troops. And and it's like, yes, I agree. We don't, we don't want those things. Um, but then everything after that could have been said by John McCain. Yeah, like literally, and 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 I use that name, uh, not flippantly. The the phrase "gas station with nuclear weapons," that's that is a phrase that originated with John McCain. Uh, yeah. he's 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 buying like the straight up neocon line about Russia, and and and, and so the issue is is he wants yeah he's he's trying to appeal to the donors. I mean that's anytime you see a politician. Uh, a typical politician who is who is is under the constraints that he's under. I mean, so some of this is just understanding political realities that that he he is not independently wealthy, and so he can't do whatever he wants. He he has to have people funding mm-hmm. his his 
his political campaign. He he can't he he's nothing without them. He can't just you know just by the strength of his own charisma you know show up and 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 become governor of Florida or president of the United States. He has to have money. I mean, money makes politics work. And and so I mean, and you see this even with um to to that to that end, you see this with the Arizona Senate election. I just I mean, Mark Kelly was a terrible candidate and just an awful senator yeah. and, and it's just horrible. And Blake Masters is, was unbelievable. You know, well-spoken, good looking, you know, had, had very good politics for the state of Arizona. And he got, he lost mm-hmm. to this awful candidate because he didn't have any money. He had mm-hmm. a tiny fraction of what, what Mark Kelly spent. And so po- money matters a ton. Uh, po- it's not the only thing, but it, it matters quite a bit. And, and so you are sensitive to this. If you're a politician, you have to uh, appeal to the donors. You have to you know, bring the donor checks in. The billionaires um, need to fund you. And so he can't, he can't, you know, get too far outside of what they want. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah. So anytime you see a politician backtrack, like immediately from something that he says uh, and, and go 180 degrees different, it's because, all right, there's pressure from the donors and he's feeling that. It's not, it's not like he saw a poll and decided, oh, the public didn't like that statement uh, because he, he's trying to appeal to Trump's base and steal and leech off some of his base. And, and he's, not, he's, he's not able to do that ultimately because um, it's, it's a conflict between the, the donors and, and the base. Um, and so, so you see that on, on the one hand. And, and, and then on the, on the other, um, the issue and the, and the concern that I, that I had about him and I, I, I continue to have about him is, is that it is foreign policy. I mean, the, the foundation, I mean, if you look at this stuff, you know, if we made like a, a chart, you know, and it's like a big pyramid of all the stuff that's bad and what the en- what the actual enemy is, um, it's at the very base of that pyramid is, is globalist foreign policy. That like you take that out, the whole thing topples, right? That's, that's why Trump is the bad guy, even though, even though, you know, he's socially, you know, his, his social politics, he's, he's super pro gay and, and didn't really care that much about abortion and all, all the things that are like red meat to, to, you know, conservative evangelical Christians like us, that we should be, you know, that should make us like Ted Cruz or make us really like, um, Ron DeSantis, um, those don't matter as much because they rest on the foundation of the globalist American empire, you know, existing and, and operating freely in, in the world and dominating the world and exporting all of this stuff, exporting trans stuff to Ukraine and to mm-hmm. Afghanistan and to everywhere else. And so you take those things out, you take that out, you threaten that and everything else comes toppling down. And so if he's not a threat to that, They'll let him get away with whatever stuff he wants to do with Florida, you know, fighting a little bit with Disney and and and, and things like that. They'll they, they they'll put up with that. They actually right? benefit from it because they can they can cast him as a an enemy to be um you know contrasted, you know the, yeah. the, that's that's what people like the Bulwark and Bill Crystal and all those people they continue to get attention because he does little headline related stuff, you know. So they love yeah. that. They need yeah. some. They, they need. You need the warning of this big fascist threat in America in order to consolidate their power. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Even though, even though it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's relatively, um, I don't, I don't want to maybe insignificant is probably not the right word, but it's, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's a very small, you know, counterattack that he's yeah, done in Florida it is. compared to everything else that, that the left has done over the last 40 or 50 or 60 yeah. years. Um, it's, 
that's it is good and it is healthy and i do want, yeah and i want to praise desantis for doing things like that and i think other Absolutely. republican governors should um follow that same playbook uh but at the same time there's a reason why he's allowed to do it you know like if there was an actual threat to the american regime he would have been shut down within 38 hours 36 hours yeah. <laughs> or 38 i don't know it depends I, it's, it's a 30. random number I guess. <laughs> yeah yeah i was going to 48 but yeah so yeah all the all, all the schizo people that listen to the show are going to be thinking like what's the numerology behind 38 what's yeah 38 it's oh. <laughs> a so new number right. That's right. write that anyway. down you here first <laughs> yes exactly uh so anyway it it's it, it, um I think it shows uh, the reality of, of, of where national politics are at. And, and, and on one hand, I, I think it's good that there's a, at least, you know, some sort of, of, of paleocon impulse that's been reinserted into the Republican party. That's happening largely at the state level. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to a small, much smaller extent uh, at the federal level, but it's not, it's not the main thing that drives things because the way the system is, is, is built and set up is you need patrons, you need mm-hmm. donors, you need, you need billionaires yeah. and all of the billionaires that fund the Republican party do not want the globalist American empire to be rolled back. They well, you said this from it existing. You like said this on this. Twitter. There's yeah. not going to be a billionaire that's going to come save us. I mean, that's just yeah. the way it is. Um, there's Maybe no Peter Thiel and even him, like you, you get, you can't trust him. But again, like his his entire financial empire rests on the way yeah. that the regime does its financial uh, uh, system. You know, like yeah. he he would lose out, so he needs that, and he would perpetuate that. You know, yeah. So. There's no PayPal, which is how he got his money. There's no you know Palantir now. If if there if if <clears throat> the the GAE doesn't exist, that's yeah. that's the reality of it. And 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 so no one wants that to go away. And so it's going to continue on until it doesn't anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's what, you know, so in the meantime, I mean, in terms of practical politics, what, what people need to be thinking about and, and uh, pursuing is, is the state and, and local level politics. Not, and it's not as though like national politics is unimportant. We don't care about it and we shouldn't pay attention to it. It's that major significant change is, mm-hmm. is not going to take place there. I mean, it's early you know, this week, um, there was, you know, a pretty good uh, uh, discussion and, and disagreement online um, between, you know, uh, Martyr Maid, uh, uh, Daryl uh, Cooper, and a lot of, you know, Anons over immigration, where he said, well, immigration is this settled issue. And, and he, he qualified that, I think, pretty well uh, in what he meant. Not that it's an unimportant issue or it, it doesn't matter or that we shouldn't fight it. It's that it's very likely not going to change anytime soon mm-hmm. at, at the national level. Like we're not going to, I mean, just look at what they did to Trump. Right. And, and so we're not going to get a, a president who is, who is, who's, who's going to successfully, you know, shut off the, the spigot of, um, of, you know, millions, tens of millions of people flooding into uh, the country. That's, that's not going to get turned off mm-hmm. um, anytime soon. So I think that's, that's more or less his point. Um, and I think it's a valid one because it's and it's on all of this stuff. There's not going to be. I mean, at, at best, you're going to get someone who who doesn't, um, who, who doesn't, you know, cause or uh, you know regime change in Ukraine that precipitates this this war. Uh, you're, you're not going to get you're not going to get people that are not aggressively pushing 
uh, the Russians and uh, like, like DeSantis here is like, Oh, he's, he's like, he's tiptoeing toward you know, regime change, which has been the neocon line in, in Russia the entire time. They want Putin overthrown mm-hmm. because they want American dominance um, over every square inch of the globe. They mm-hmm. can't, they can't handle any country that, that isn't under our thumb that we can't control. And, and so they, they, that's, that's, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, somebody posted you know something about the, uh, um, you know, rules-based international order. And it was, I thought it was funny, but it's, it's, it's like the Voltaire quote about um, the Holy Roman empire, you know, that it was neither Holy nor Roman nor an empire. Um, and the rules-based international order is, is the same thing. It's, there's, there, there are no rules. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not based. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not international, right? Because nations are illegal. It's, yeah. it's you know, unipolar. Uh, that's, that's what, the GAE is, is outlawing nations. Like you, you, you think Victor Orban and Hungary or Poland get to decide what they want to do. Or like Uganda, Uganda decides they don't want to allow homosexual, you know, homosexuals to, right. uh, to operate in their country. Um, and the United States is going to sanction them and start bombing them and invade and, and install a, a regime of our liking. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like independent countries are not allowed. You can't make your, you can't plot your own course as a nation Anywhere on Earth, you have to do what what uh, Rachel Levine says and and Pete Buttigieg says uh, mm-hmm. in Washington D.C. So that's uh, that's the same thing with with Russia. We can't allow the Russians to have any influence over Europe, uh, even to the extent we'll bomb their their gas and oil pipelines to to start to commit war against the Germans uh, to to eliminate. Uh, to eliminate this this uh, advantage that the Russians have, it's 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 th- this is this is the reality of the situation is that the United States is this empire that dominates the globe, and Ron DeSantis is not going to upset that apple cart. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, he, he he simply is not. And for all the all the great awesome things that he's done, and he, he's he's been phenomenal. I mean, I I like going to Florida. <laughs> I like going to Florida. It's a great state. Um, he's done good things there. Um, but he's not going to be, even, even if he wanted to, even if, even if he were a billionaire, right. Even if he were a billionaire, could self fund everything, could do anything, anything he wanted, he's not going to be able to challenge it. Cause if he got to Washington, DC, so, so say, you know, say Ron DeSantis was not Ron DeSantis, but Ron Paul, and he's a billionaire and he's this successful, very popular governor that everybody wants to be, you know, the Republican nominee for president. Mm-hmm. And he gets into he gets into office. I mean, this is this is my thing with with Trump, and that that persuaded me to 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 like Trump back in 2016. Is my my kind of heuristic was if if Ron Paul were the leading candidate in the um in the a Republican primary for for president, um, what you know how would they tr- how would the media treat him? How would what would happen if he got into office? What would con- the GOP Congress do? Would they play ball with him, or they would they fight him and everything? What would the administrative state do? What would the FBI, the CIA, the military? What would they all do if if a guy like that became president? And it was all the same stuff they did to Trump, like mm-hmm. exactly, exactly in my like in, in my mind, what would happen to Ron Paul? They did the same thing to to Donald Trump. And, and so if you had that, like if, if, if you have this ideal, like your, your platonic ideal of a Republican candidate, he's a billionaire, he can do whatever he wants, say whatever he wants, pursue whatever policy he wants, the entire system is going to be against him. Yeah. Right. He's not going to be, like, if, if, 
if he tried to pull the United States out of Ukraine, there would be a coup d'etat. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, because this is this is what happened in, I mean, you have to understand 2020 was not just, oh, here's this incompetent buffoon bungling everything. The Joint Chiefs of Staff sent Donald Trump a letter that said, if you use the military against the, the rioters, we are going to remove you from office. Like, they sent him a letter saying that. If you try to use the, we're going to disobey that order and we're going to take, we're going to use the 25th amendment and remove you from office. Like they, they explicitly said that. And, and so we're, and we're supposed to think like they're, that he just, he just screwed everything up and, and oh, if he wouldn't have appointed John Bolton or, or whatever losers he had in the white house as chief of staff or like all the, the appointments that he made, if he would have appointed better people, then he could have got things done like DeSantis. It's, it's so ridiculous. Uh, it, it, it betrays this idea that people people do not understand um they do not understand at all what is what is taking place um and where power actually lies in in this system so uh all of this is to say you know i i think um what what's going to happen with the sand it'll be interesting when if there's debates and things like this how 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 it continues on and 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 we'll get more clarity i think as, as time goes on about this major issue of foreign policy um, mm-hmm. and, but, but at this point, like, it seems like our suspicions about DeSantis are confirmed and it, and it doesn't mean that, oh, Trump needs to be the guy because again, like we, we've said before, um, he, he has been a disappointment and, 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 and it isn't even so much him or, or, or the sleazy stuff that he does or, 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 or any of those things. It's, it's the political situation that is, is there's, there's no winning, uh, it, at least at the federal level, like there's just, there's not going to be a candidate that using the system the way it is is going to be able to do that. Uh, that's that's simply not going to uh, take place. But uh, uh, you, you had a, you had a comment you wanted to say, CJ. Well, I, I think I think that you're completely right. I, no, I, th- I think that that's I think that that's what's what's going on here uh, with DeSantis. Completely right. All right, good. Uh, <laughs> so, no disagreement. You get an A plus. Um, oh, wonderful. I don't have anything to add. Uh, but it does lead us to our our next topic, uh, because we're talking about you know relations with uh, the the East and China and China, uh, China and China, TikTok. So yes. let's talk about TikTok and sort of the posturing. I think that there's well, first of all, TikTok is owned by the CCP, obviously, and it's yep. um, it's damaging to our political system because it's culturally subversive. It's being leveraged by China, hundred percent. I get all that. But I think that there's too much emphasis on that, and not enough like uh, internal, you know, uh, inspection. There's not there's not enough people that are yeah. recognizing that we don't need China to subvert us. We're very good no. at doing that on our own. So all yeah, all the subversions happening already. If yes. you want to play that clip, uh, that Charlie Kirk clip, we can go from there. Let's do it. That the rising amount of kids identifying as trans is largely because of TikTok. Yes, it, it, I think it is absolutely a social contagion, and I think TikTok is a big driver of that. Tell, so about 45 seconds, explain to the older listeners that might be skeptical of that why. They say, how could somebody become trans because of a social media app? Well, the idea of TikTok is, is to target kids, right? You don't, you don't see really a lot of older people on it. It's, a, it's very kid-friendly, and they, the Chinese um, algorithm they feed this stuff specifically to American kids. So they're feeding these trans activist content 
you know, telling kids, look, go on puberty blockers. You might be the opposite gender. Uh, maybe you'll be happier. And I, I believe that it's a really sophisticated algorithm that's directly feeding this to our children. That's exactly right. I, I just want everyone to understand. I mean, look, TikTok owned by the Chinese Communist Party. The, we, we don't have we, we have enough evidence for me to say this. I, I on good authority believe and I think any rational person would that the Chinese Communist Party military inst installations are programming the algorithm to make our children more likely to be trans, to try to get young men to be ashamed of their country. The CCP has a gateway into every single one of our kids via TikTok. Why are we putting up with that? That's a political question. We're going to answer that. Do you? Okay. <clears throat> thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie Kirk. Uh, yeah. So I have, I have, I have so much to say about this. So first of all, this is like a very American conservative post-war thing to say, to, to focus on some foreign enemies and absolutely no recognition of our own complicity in these developments. I, the, the idea that the Chinese are using TikTok to spread like transsexual propaganda is 100% true. But it's also true of all the American-owned yeah. uh, apps as well. The same thing is going on everywhere. And it's not like this focus on China is obviously political. It obviously serves the interest of the American regime because we're trying to confront the East. So the idea that this is sort of this unique situation where America has to gather together to defend itself from China completely misses the point. These are American-bred and American-sourced uh, phenomena. That's what's going on. I mean, mm -hmm. Paul Gottfried has talked about this for decades. America's number one export is cultural subversion. And the whole trans move, the whole idea of transsexualism is homegrown. It's not, it's not being sourced in China. The other thing, say what you want it about It did come China. from a lab in Wuhan. It didn't. It did not it's come from a yeah, lab. And yeah, and say what you want about China. There's a lot of bad things you can say about China. But the, the, the Chinese Communist Party has absolutely zero um, interest in promoting this stuff to their own, to their own um, nation. Right. No. So it's yeah. true that they would. It's true that they might use this um, to jump on board what's going on in America and you know double down on it to try to undermine you know our cultural stability. That's true. But these are these are trends and these are priorities that the American regime has explicitly said is part and parcel to their view of the world and the way that they want the world to go. I mean, just the other day, um, some State Department hack was saying that the LGBT plus um, agenda is a key component of American foreign policy. That's 100% true. We are the ones spreading it. When I mean, yeah. one of the commenters on on um, Twitter pointed out that you know when when Uganda passed this passed this bill, uh, there was one nation that was looking to sanction them and looking to really um, get back at Uganda for going this route, and it wasn't China. Mm -hmm. It was not. You know, China. no. No. We need a little bit more introspection. We need to recognize that these are trends that. Um, were born in America and they're growing in America and they're exporting to the world via the American um, foreign policy mechanisms. So yeah, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like China is the number one threat pushing these things on us. This is in our schools. It's in our entertainment. It's in our media. It's everywhere we look here. And I mean, the idea that China is using TikTok algorithms to influence it. The other thing too is you know, I don't I don't think like we're all going to be normal, like, you know, um, heterosexual uh, people. And then all of a sudden people get on TikTok and they change their mind. Like that's that's kind of yeah. ludicrous. It, it's it's silly it, to that to that it, 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 in one hand on one hand. It's um, 
now does social media influence social contagion? Does it? Yes. Um, yeah. Does it reinforce these things? Absolutely. But it's it's bigger than that. Like if you just made TikTok disappear, would would trans still be a thing? And or or any social media like it? Uh, I I think so. Maybe it wouldn't prolifer- proliferate nearly as fast, right? Mm-hmm. Th- th- it facilitates that for sure. Absolutely, it does. But the impulse to do these things, to push this thing would, would be there because once, once they won Obergefell, once they had that victory, it was on to the next thing. It was on to the next letter in the LGBT, you know, uh, thing one. And, and once they get to T, they're going to go to plus and we all know what plus is. So it's, it, it's, it's, it's uniquely American. We have to mm-hmm. reckon with that, that the enemy Yes, there are foreign countries that, that want us to fail, that want us to have social disorder. They're happy to see this stuff happen to our culture. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're not they're not you know, Xi Jinping is not crying any tears uh over over American kids uh being being mutilated at all. He doesn't care. He sure I'm sure he's happy about it. Um but it's not it didn't come from him. It didn't come from it it came from here. It came from from our own enemies that are domestic, our domestic yeah. enemies. And yeah. and that's what needs to be focused on is not, okay, yeah, cool. The, the Chinese are doing this. Okay. You get rid of TikTok, you ban TikTok, you make it illegal. Great. Okay, fine. Um, Mark Zuckerberg is just going to do it then on Instagram. Right. Right. Or, or, and then, and then Google what you're going to do it on YouTube. Yeah. And then what you're going to have, then what you're going to have is a bunch of American conservatives saying, well, they're private companies, so they can do what they want. And so they're not really interested in stopping it. They're not really interested in stopping no. it. What they're interested in is confronting the CCP and creating tensions with the East. That's what they're interested in, yeah. uh, which yeah. is insane. <laughs> it's 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 all about bricks. It's all about that there is a block of countries that mm-hmm. um, threatens American hegemony. I mean, it, it goes back to this, and, it, and we probably sound like a broken record uh, talking about, well, it's foreign policy. It's foreign policy. What it, what it is. I mean, these these things are so intertwined, and people don't get this. And, and you have this clarity. I mean, I... I mean, going back to that, that State Department official who said the main priority of American foreign policy is is trans and LGBT rights. Um, that's not hyperbole. I mean, I, I remember saying that kind of stuff a couple of years ago. Like, that's that's what our foreign policy is. And people thought, oh, you're just you're just being histrionic. You're just saying that. It's not real. I mean, is there an element of that? Okay, yeah, sure. Now they just come right out and say it. Right? They just flat out say, yeah, we, we will bomb countries because they they don't accept sodomy. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's what they, that, that's mm-hmm. what they believe. And, and so think and, about and that. I remember, yeah, go ahead. This, no, this is, and this is, this is also not a new thing. This has been part of no. the American foreign policy for a long time. What do you think spreading women's rights is in, in, in Iraq? Like people yeah. are like, well, I mean, it's important because it's women's rights and they don't have, but what do you think the Iraqis felt? This is their culture. This yeah. is their way of life. They're not interested in Western conceptions of a, a woman's emancipation. So those yeah. things, those things were, uh, you know, 20 years ago now. So this has been going on for a long time, and this is why um, the American regime is so hated in in the world. And so this is not a new phenomenon. This is just downstream from certain principles that took place during the neoconservative ascendancy. Yeah, it's the natural progression. I mean, you go from Mm -hmm. you go from women's rights. I mean, it's the same thing we talked about last week within um, the church context. Is you open the door to women's past women being pastors and just. Just saying, well, what the Bible says, uh, this very clear thing that the Bible says is not very clear because here's a bunch of scriptures taken out of context. Right. As mm-hmm. soon as you go down that road of like this thing that the Bible says very clearly, 
we're going to disobey and violate. Uh, then the door is wide open to now gay pastors, right? Homosexual pastors. And that, and every denomination in the middle of the 20th century, all the main Protestant, mainline Protestant denominations that adopted um, uh, women pastors now are all having you know, gay and trans pastors. It's the natural progression. This That's the direction these things go. So you go to feminism and that opens the door to gay rights. Every, it's, it's obvious because mm-hmm. you're upsetting the natural created order. You have to create this perversion, mm-hmm. right? You have to create this thing that is, is out of line with how God built the world. And mm-hmm. it, it, and in order to sustain it, you have to keep marching forward, you know, progressing toward newer and worse perversions of the created order. That's the way it works. It doesn't yeah. just stop. Yeah, you know, the conservative thinks it could just stop at a certain point, right? We could just stop right here and we'll be good. And that and, and that's not the way progressivism and and liberalism operates. It is it it has to continue consuming uh mm-hmm. what is good and true and beautiful to to give it life. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a parasite. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's a parasite on 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 a well-ordered society. Mm-hmm. That's what it does, and so that's what American foreign policy does. It's it's parasitic uh, to the entire world. It 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 has to uh, export these perversions to Uganda and to Afghanistan and to every corner of the world. Like, who cares what happens in Uganda? Like, that's the thing. Like, who cares uh, what is going on in this country on the other side of the globe that we have nothing to do with? Right? Why is it? Why is it anyone's priority one way or the other? Uh, but. It does matter to a country that seeks to dominate the planet and to make every human being conform to yeah. our way of life. Um, yeah. That's what it does. Well, they also recognize that when you start having these, um, you know, socially left, like these woke trends going on in certain countries, it breaks apart the strength and stability of those cultures. Yes. And a culture that's been broken apart can be easily ruled by outsiders. So America. Is actually the regime, not not you and me. You know, we're not. But no. the American regime is the DC. one that benefits yeah. from these um, destabilization projects. They're the one that can expand their own cultural hegemony worldwide by doing these things. So yes, their strength and their expansion depends on breaking down. So the very things that we're saying about the CCP, it's actually we need to look directly to Washington DC because that's the operating model. That's yeah. the thing that that's exactly what all these other countries should be saying about the American and they are saying about Washington DC. Oh, the, they are. This, Everybody knows this. Pretending yeah. like the the CCP is the greatest um threat to our our own stability. Look homeward. It's right yeah. here. We are the bad guy. <laughs> you know that meme? Exactly. Like, what if we're the baddies? Like, yes, that's what's yeah. going on here. Yeah, that's, that's just it. And, and I remember going you know, back to, you know, our, you know, hardcore libertarian days that I, I remember arguing with, with other Christians about, you know, the military. And I was, I was almost, you know, we, we were so anti-war in those days, both you and I, that you're almost quasi-pacifistic. Where it's like, well, what what is the empire got to do that that'll get Christians to not join the military and not not do this, you know, not yeah. not go fight in its wars? And of course, my my views changed uh, since then, you know, on, on warfare and things like that. Although I'm still very uh, anti-war, but not in this in this idealistic way, but right. but just in in this pragmatic sense that the the I don't want wars for for the globalist American empire. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes wars are good and necessary, um, but these are not. And and so now it's come full circle and we literally like the, the thing that I would use as a reductio ad absurdum, like 10 years ago to say, well, what if, what if we go to war over a country over gay rights? And that's like yeah. the ex- explicit casus belli, right? Is, <laughs> is 
we're going to bomb this country because they don't like gays. Uh, and that's, that's the only reason we're going to war. Would you send your son to go die in that war? And people, they, people would reject it out of hand. They'd say, that's stupid. That's an idiotic argument. That's never going to happen. And it's like, well, here we are. Here we yeah, are. It's on the it's table crazy. now. It's, it's on the table now. Yeah. And, and, and I think about that. It's like, I, I, I wouldn't want my, my child, my son to go. I, I would be proud of him, of, of my son to go fight and, and even die for my country to defend my, 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 our home and our neighbors. I would be, I would, I would proudly go, go die and fight and, and go to war for my people. Yeah. That's, that's a good <clears throat> and righteous and just impulse but to send your your son to go die so that a a a man has the freedom to to use the anus as a sex organ that is that that is that that's abominable and and, and i remember uh, you know peter lightheart has a good very short book um called between Babel and Beast, or I might I might be misstating the title. I remember reading it, and and it, it just talked about the American Empire that you know you have you have empires in the Bible, and their job, uh, you know, Babylon, Persia, uh, Greece, Rome, their job was to protect, to be these guardian beasts. Everyone thinks the beast is the bad thing in, in Revelation, but actually, the like the beast is this empire that protects God's people. That's what the Babylonians did, the Persians did. They were this beast that protected God's people. And his argument is that America has been this this guardian beast, this guardian empire that protects the church, but it can easily slip into becoming a Babel that persecutes the church and and, and is rebellion against God. And he wrote this maybe 10 years ago. And are we in that territory now where America has gone from beast to Babel? Absolutely. I mean, when you have State Department officials say, we're going to, we're going to, you know, commit act an act of, I mean, that's what a sanction is, is an act of war mm -hmm. against a foreign country that doesn't, that doesn't, that's going to ban sodomy. Um, that's that it, you're, when you're threatening war against a country over that, you're a babble. Mm -hmm. You're, you are, you are, you are God's enemy. Mm -hmm. You are an enemy of God. And, and so do I want my child dying for that? Absolutely not. And, and so Christians need to, need to look at this and say, no. No, we, we will not join the military and not because we don't, because we're pacifists and we think that war is bad, but because this is evil and I'm not going to shed my blood or my child's blood uh, on behalf of this. I, I would, I would rather my son go fight on behalf of Uganda against the United States uh, if, the, <clears throat> if it came to that, you know, I'd rather him volunteer for, uh, uh, for, <laughs> to go, to go fight, you know, and, and I, and it's, it's, it's absurd though. It's, it's, it's so evil and stick and it, it's you get to this point where yeah if i told people 10 years ago that this would be happening they would think i'm insane i mean really if you think about that like if you went back in time and told all your friends 10 years from now hey the united states is going to threaten another country uh, to bomb them because they don't believe in gay rights <laughs> like, yeah i wouldn't have nuts? i wouldn't have believed it either <laughs> no it's, it's crazy yeah. but, it's, yeah, but it's, again but again like in when, when hillary clinton was running against trump she was literally defending the Iraq war on the basis that we were freeing women from, you know, yeah. uh, like outdated uh, cultural norms. Like yeah. it's like that's and nobody said anything. Right. Because yeah. that seems like a reasonable. But that was just Isn't upstream from where we're at now. And tomorrow yeah. it's going to be extending the right of um, pedophiles to, uh, you know, be emancipated and to not be, yeah. uh, you know, culturally uh, subdued. It's the yeah, same. It's that's, just, this is where it's going. 
I mean, we we literally did that in Afghanistan. Like we were, I mean, it was it was under the table, kind of in secret, but we were we were facilitating yeah. uh, these warlords who abused little boys, and and it's and you could you can look it up. It's you yeah. know Bakabazi. Like that's the thing that happened and that we did, and so now it's going from this underground in secret thing that we did. It'll eventually be this thing that that yeah. we're very proud of. We're very proud of doing this. We, we're defending and emancipating these people. Uh, it, it's it's just so so wicked and so evil, and and it, we're at the point where Christians have have absolutely no leadership. Uh, you don't have any where who are who are the Christian leaders that that see this video of the State Department guy? Which I, maybe we'll play it next week of the State Department official saying, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bomb Uganda. Or we're gonna sanction Uganda over over trans rights and gay rights." Are there any Christian leaders saying this is this is abominable and atrocious? I mean, there there's not even any 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 of them. I mean, there's no there's no Russell Moore or Tim Keller or any any of these people talking about um, the tens of thousands of cases every year of, of genital mutilation of, of little little boys and girls. Um, and no, no one is talking about this, and and they're 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 terrified to speak out against it. It's it's I I I'm I I'm almost speechless that mm-hmm. we're at this point that. That only people like us are the ones that are willing to say anything. Uh, it, it 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 amazes me, but, it, but it, honestly, but it, it shouldn't. But what you can get in America in the uh, regime evangelical community is you can get um, them to come together and write magazine themed around opposing Donald Trump. That's what you can get. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Opposing Donald Trump. Opposing. I mean, I, I saw a video. There was a big conference, I guess, at Baylor University this this last week where Beth Moore spoke, and it's a very important topic of racial equity right yeah she, she devoted a lot of time to racial equity and how white people you know we used to keep black people as slaves and now we are really mean and bad to black people uh they'll devote tons of time to that and uh speaking of that topic uh we have our our, our third segment that we we want to get into and the, the big thing this week there's a ton of discussion you know this week online um of this video, we'll 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 play the video for the viewers. Uh, we won't play the audio because this is a family show, and and this this crazy man uh, says, you know, he 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 only knows a few words, and most of them are ones you you can't say they're not suitable for work uh, or for children. So uh, I'll add I'll add it here. Hopefully, I don't have to bleep anything out. Okay, so he, this guy's sitting there on the subway. We'll describe it for the viewers. We'll do the play-by-play. It's a subway. He is holding a Target bag, and he there's a dad and his wife, a white guy, white dad, white white uh, mom, and their little boy, I believe, little boy, little girl. I can't really tell. And this guy is berating them, cursing at them, and and yelling at them for for being white. He's 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 cursing and yelling that they're they're evil people because they're they are white and they are on his uh, subway car he's yelling at him and 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 what this um what this video provoked um among people is is you had it was mostly women actually uh mostly white women uh who saw this video and said why isn't this why isn't this guy doing anything why isn't he standing up to the abuse of this guy um and it (laughs) It was it was hilarious because we're what are we two or three weeks after the whole Scott Adams, yeah, um, yeah, 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 and and like here is Scott Adams basically vindicated like everything that this guy says. And yeah. again, we can't we can't play the audio because we don't want to have the explicit you know title. Um, it's a family show. We 
uh, everything this guy says is is just straight out of you know the sixteen nineteen project and yeah. saying oh you're evil white people and you're you're colonists and you're whatever you know you're just you're you're evil, um, and and if this guy stands up and gets in this guy's face and everybody else on the on the subway also is black it's all mm-hmm. it's it's he's the only white they're the only white people on the subway so it, it he's it's it's all you know it's not super crowded but there's a few other black folks there this guy gets up in his face. And yeah. starts fighting this crazy guy. I mean, one, does he have a knife? Does he have a gun? Is he, you know, yeah. are the other people going to jump you if you start? Are they going to turn it into a racial thing where it's like, oh, a white guy's fighting a black guy. Better help him out. Like, right. you don't know what's going to happen in that situation. Yeah, yeah there's, there's so much to say. Like, I mean, first of all, blacks act tribally in a way that whites have been taught and taught and taught never to do. So we yeah. we pretend like we can be colorblind and we can pretend like we're we look at all of people as individuals. Well, there's actually a, an entire group of people out there that don't think this way and they've been trained not to think mm-hmm. this way. And this is one of the things about what Scott Adams was saying was you have to deal with reality. You can't yeah. deal with as the ideal world. You have to deal yeah. with things as they are. This guy I mean, there are situations in which this guy could have thrown a punch. Like if this guy was yeah. literally trying to like attack his wife, throw the punch. But yeah. this guy did the right thing. You have to act prudently in these types of situations. The yeah. media is against you. The HR, the HR ladies are against you. The uh, the DA is against you. The owners of the owners and operators of the subway is against you. Everybody in society is against this couple with the, this family. And yeah. so the idea that you can just get up and defend yourself from verbal abuse is suicidal. It's yeah, it's suicidal. Like it, I mean, is ultimately- it? Is it is yeah. it protective of your family to basically have it on video that you assaulted a black guy because of your racial hatred? Is that is that is that prudent? Because yeah. that's how it gets spun. Yes, that's, of course. That's, it, yeah, of course Every, it is. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Yes, everyone knows this, and this is exactly how the media would replay it. Do you think they would show the verbal abuse? No, they would just show the white guy attacking the black guy. Do you yeah. think that the HR ladies would care when they when you when they tell you that you are no your services are no longer needed at the company? Like these, yeah. it's, it is completely insane to act like it's, it's 1970 and you still own your country. That ship has yeah. sailed. Yeah. The, the power, the power structure is in the hands of your opponents and you have to act accordingly. You are an enemy in your own country now and you need to start thinking that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the fault, you know, there, all these people are saying, Oh, why doesn't he be a man? Why isn't he a man protecting his family? And, and it's like, well, okay. The, if you're going to fault the guy, I mean, I think he acted under the circumstances as, as well as you could expect as yeah. as well as possible. Um, and if I were in the same circumstance, if you were in the same circumstance with, with, you know, for some reason with your children on the subway, um, first of all, don't go on the you, subway. <laughs> yeah. Like if there's anything to criticize the yeah. guy for it's why on earth would you take your, your wife and your child onto right. the subway in, in New York city? Mm-hmm. Insane. I mean, it betrays the fact that, he doesn't quite understand the, the circumstance. One, why are you living in New York City or why are you visiting New York City? Two, yeah. why are you on the subway with your, your small child and your wife? Um, you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. People yes. don't people don't understand that quite. But once once the rubber started to meet the road and here's this insane person uh, at you know accosting you, uh, he he went into the correct mode of just keep your head down, ignore him as best you can, and mm-hmm. do not escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, if this is 50 years ago and and the, mm-hmm. the civil rights regime had not uh, taken root yet, uh, you would be able to to defend your family and tell this guy to buzz off and, yeah. and throw punches if you needed to. 
Like yeah. you would be able to do that and no one would put you in jail. No one would fire you from your job. There wouldn't be, you know, social media condemning you. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it's interesting because I, you know, there was um, you know, Stephen Wolf, uh, who who we wanted to have a guest as our guest uh, this week, and and hopefully next week it'll turn out he he, he wasn't able to make it this week, uh, but hopefully yeah, Doctor Stephen Wolf will join us next time. But there was a tweet that he he said about you know sent about this, and there were, there was some gal I think she's a reporter for for you know some internet outlet or something young gal. And it was arguing with 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 Stephen Wolf and I, you know, unfortunately, uh, descended into the internet abyss of of arguing, and 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 she's just saying, well, because he he mentioned this about the anarcho tyranny, right? The obvious mm-hmm. anarcho tyranny of of this situation, and it's like, well, there would be less anarcho tyranny if guys would man up, is basically mm-hmm. you know what she said, and. And I just went back and uh, found, you know, all it took was like one Twitter search. And I found what she had to say on May 30th, 2020 of about Derek Chauvin. And it's say, well, how dare this guy uh, kill an innocent black guy? And it's like, well, maybe, it, you know, maybe people who, you know, render judgment over social media videos should not be the first person to, to complain about what this guy should or shouldn't do. Yeah. Uh, and then of course she replies like, ah, you know, I was a teenager when I sent that. I'm like, well, then maybe you should delete the tweet. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, uh, but, but really it was, it was, it was really silly because it, it, it what it portrayed and anyone like making this argument that this guy just needs to man up is they do not understand the reality of the situation today. They don't understand the circumstances on the ground for mm-hmm. regular, you know, American people for, mm-hmm. for, for white, for white men in, in a situation like this, you are not allowed to do masculine virtuous things. And yeah. uh, there is, there's actually a masculine virtue called prudence. Yes. Um, I, I was just going to say that <laughs> it takes yeah. courage to use prudence and not do idiotic stuff. Yes. And that is suicidal. You have um, to recognize. It, you have to recognize when acting in a certain way can actually be more damaging than just sitting there and taking it. There yeah. are. I mean, there are situations yeah. that this thing could have escalated to a point where he should have given a punch. This thing yeah. could have escalated there, but he recognized the fact that it had not yet, and he did the right thing. And I and I hope he's fine. I hope he made it off the train fine. Yeah. And I hope he learned his yeah. lesson that you're not yeah. welcome there. This is no longer yeah. your country, and you yeah. need to act accordingly. Yeah. And you, you need to understand that Scott Adams wasn't saying this stuff because he has just this deep-seated, irrational hatred of, of people that are different than him. It's right. it's that he understands the reality of, of yeah. the way these, things are. These people have been trained with this ideology that the white man is the enemy. And yeah. you're surrounded by them, and you need to act accordingly. Right? This yeah, doesn't mean that every black person in your church is the enemy. That's not at all what's going on here. But in the city with this in this situation where you don't know these people and they're completely foreign to you, you have to um you have to operate uh without your ideological blinders on. Well, and not only that they're they're that people are trained to have this this hatred of white people, which is on display in this video that I mean he just he hates them because they're white. Mm-hmm. It's it's clear. There's no there is no nothing that this guy's just been sitting there with his kid. He didn't he didn't you know he didn't go up to him and and get in you know start getting into a racist rant to get this mm-hmm. guy going or, or call him the n word or anything like that. It's that he hated this man because he's white, mm-hmm. and and so you have to recognize that. All right, if if you defend yourself, you you so one this guy thinks this way because he's been trained to by 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 the media by schools by the culture that surrounds him. Uh, he's been trained that that white people are evil. Right, so that's on the one hand, and then on the other hand, he understands that the criminal justice system is is going to slap him on the wrist for anything that he does. Mm-hmm. But if this if this white guy does anything to me, his life is over. 
it's ruined. Mm-hmm. So it's placed you in this this position where where black criminals and and black mentally ill people that that like this guy uh are are advantaged significantly whereas like regular just family man guy sitting on a subway white guy is disadvantaged right mm-hmm. he is he is in a severe disadvantage because he knows if i do anything if i step out of line even the tiniest little bit my you know, there's you know a hundred different things that could happen and all of yeah. them are bad yeah and, i mean you know, how is it gonna help how is it gonna help? jail i could be dead exactly. all of i them. mean they could they could take his kid away from him because he's unfit to be a parent yeah that could very easily happen easily happen yeah, yeah, and, and but people, people, and so that I have these, these, there are these people that go on social media that are like, well, why did he do anything? Why did he, why did he stop the guy? Why did he do anything? And it's, it's, it's like you have no idea what is actually going on, what the way, yeah. the way that the world actually is, is that I mean, if you have a group of people that that is, again, predisposed to think this other group is an oppressor and mm-hmm. is evil. And, and anything bad in their life is because of you, right? That's yeah. what they've been trained to believe since birth. And, yeah. and, and so, and, and, um, if they act on those impulses more, more often than not, they, they will not be penalized criminally very heavily at all. Whereas mm-hmm. if you respond in kind, the hammer will come down upon you. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to understand the guy that filmed the Ahmed Arbery, uh, killing is in prison for life. Right? The guy that the guy that just took the cell phone video of it went with his mm-hmm. neighbors to 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 show hey we're we're making a citizen's arrest and we're not trying to we're not trying to hunt a guy down and kill him. We're trying to show have evidence that that you know what we're doing is not bad. That guy is in prison for life for murder even though he didn't touch a weapon or anything. Like because right. he's a white guy that was connected to some some guys that killed a black guy. I mean it's it's that's the system that you live under now. And, and if you don't understand that, right, if you don't understand that you are, you are going to put yourself into very dangerous situations, both for your, like your physical safety, but also for you know, your financial and, and, um, and legal health. Uh, you, you, are, you, you have to understand that this is the way the world is now. And like, like you said, it's, it's not your country. Anymore. Right. People that are hostile to you, that hate you, that that would like you to be dead, and they 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 would like that dad and mom to be dead, and they'd like that little kid to be trans. Like mm-hmm. that's their worldview. That's mm-hmm. the worldview that they operate under. The people in power believe that. Yeah. It, it's you have to understand that that you have nobody on your side. Nobody yeah. is fighting for you. And this uh, with be, any of this. And this is really early on in in what's what's coming down the pipeline like in 10 years i mean people are going to recognize it's going to be very obvious that what we're saying right now is right because it, yeah. this is just worth the very beginning stages of it i mean well we've been we've been under it for 40 years kind of implicitly um but it's going to be very explicit it's going to come online it's, it's going to yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be it's going to be part of our reality it's going to be part of our daily experience uh, and you have to you have to anticipate where it's going and start behaving in that way right now i mean where I live and where you live, um, it's 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 probably you know it's it's fine. But New York City is on the leading edge of this kind of stuff. Like these cities are kind of warning signs of what's to yeah. come. But as as the ideology permeates outward, um, it's it's coming soon to a town near you. I mean, basically, yeah, yeah. And it, 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 you have to reckon with the way things are. Like we we've been. I mean, I I went to public school, um, and 
I was I was trained throughout the 1990s into the 2000s that the the most evil thing in the world, the the worst thing you could ever be, right? You could be you you could be a murderer, and that would be better than being a racist, mm-hmm. right? That's like that would be more socially acceptable to kill people than, than being a racist. Um, it's, this is this is at the very core of of who we are that that um, that our society believes that 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 racism and what they define is of course what they define as racism right. is 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 the root of all evil mm-hmm. and so when you when you get in situations like this where you have to reckon with a different reality that you've mm-hmm. been taught um then it then like there's there's a few things that can happen i mean there could be this cognitive dissonance that could just shatter your your whole psyche um or you could begin to like take action and, and, and understand what you have to do. And, and thankfully this dad at, at the very least understood, no, I got to keep my cool. I got to keep my head down. I could clock this guy and knock him out. And, and again, like you said, it would be, it'd be depending on the situation. If this guy pulls a knife or if he, mm-hmm. he starts assaulting his wife, um, mm-hmm. then it's, it, it is better to lose your job, have a social media firestorm, mm-hmm. go to jail. It's, all those things are better than having a, a dead wife or a, a sexually assaulted wife. Um, mm-hmm. th- that's a, that's a quick calculation that you, you could easily make, but it didn't escalate to that point. Right. And right. you don't want to provoke anything like that right. either. Right. Um, you, you want, you want to protect your family and you want to protect this little person that you were responsible for. And, and so this is a, a microcosm, like you said, of some of the things that we need to understand um, in our country is that there are in Terahamwe mobs. Like if you know about Rwanda, uh, you understand that 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 the radio station broadcasts this stuff to, that 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 you know these this group of people is very bad and they're evil and they're the oppressors and you need to wipe them out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's us. Yes. Right? Even though I grew up poor, my dad was a my dad was a truck driver and then then a mailman. We didn't have a lot of money. We grew up like you know, working yeah. class white people in working class white people rural town. Uh, but we're we're oppressors, right? Even though we we right yeah you know, because are rich, it's not- you know. We never owned uh, slaves. You know, it didn't matter. Right. Yes. It's an, So while you were being trained that racism is the number one sin in the world, while you were being taught that model, the, uh, the you know, blacks and, and other minorities were being trained that the white person is the ultimate enemy and that you're being oppressed yep. by them. So they're building yep. up this like uh, liberal sentiment among whites. And at the same time, they're building up this militaristic sentiment am- amongst minorities. And this is how they create race wars. And yeah, okay, yeah. I would love to live in a world where there's no racial tensions, but that's you can't operate on what you would yeah. love to live in, you know. I, yeah, so. I would like to live in the, you know, the Captain Planet uh, you know, 1990s world that that my public education um, you know, told me exists and yeah. that a lot of a lot of well-meaning people think actually exists that everyone's all individuals and no one thinks like this. But I mean, it, it, but you see it like and this is why I brought up Beth Moore in this this symposium that they did in Baylor. Mm-hmm. Is because you have evangelical leaders still acting like this is the number one issue in the world is racism, is white people doing mean, bad stuff to black people, that this mm-hmm. is the top priority within for Christians to view politics through this lens. That's what we got to do is, is, is talk about this stuff when, when there, when it isn't, I mean, I, I, I it's hard for me to conceptualize at this point how someone could think that, yeah. right? How someone could like buy into that, be a true believer of that and not cynical. Like, like how, 
who are the people that buy this? You know, it's mm-hmm. it's amazing, but it's the same people that put Ukraine flags in their profile and and things like yeah. that. So just just totally mindless people that are unable to think for themselves. Uh, but thankfully, no one like that listens to our show or watches our show. <laughs> um, only only you know only the highest IQ, brightest, uh, uh, most thoughtful people listen to. It. So we thank you all uh, for listening, especially if you made it this far. Uh, but that, that I think is, is what's going to happen is more and more people, like you said, into the future, like looking on into the future, what, what is going to take place is, um, more and more people are going to have this cognitive dissonance like Scott Adams had. And like this dad probably had where this, this idealistic, um, idyllic, uh, world of no racial problems, um, does not exist. It does not exist and that you are hated and that you that people that people that hate you and want you dead have primed another group mm-hmm. of people to view you as the enemy mm-hmm. and and you need to grapple with this reality you need to, and, and what the mo- one of the more important things is that you don't let it embitter you against yeah. these groups of people and 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 become the thing that they're accusing you of being you can't you can't do that you have to you still <laughs> you still have to treat people kindly and and love them well, and be faithfully Christian. And another thing I would say too is um, we live in a very victim-oriented world. So yes, the regime is against you, but don't adopt the victim mentality. No. Conquer it. Overcome it, right? Yeah. We're not We're not going to be, no one's coming for us. You're not going to be, uh, you're not going to get points by becoming a victim. It's time no. to like man up basically, you know, and, and, and never fall into that tendency. Like, you know, these, they're preaching the fact that like like homosexuals and 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 blacks and 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 we- even women just in general are victims of 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 white patriarchal oppression um but the regime is turning against white men white christian men and i and i don't think we should adopt that same victim mentality you know it's it's time no. it's fine to buckle down and man up and and fight a little bit and, and yeah. fight prudently like we just yeah. talked about right sometimes yeah. fighting is recognizing that you're surrounded and waiting it out that's part of the fight is to recognize yeah. a situation accurately. So I would yeah, say sometimes you have to make tactical don't have retreats. The yeah, yeah. Don't have the victim mindset at all ever. No, no, you cannot have this poor morale. And that's, that's the other thing with these kind of videos. Like some people dwell on this stuff where they see mm-hmm. uh, white people being victimized by, by black criminals and they just post this stuff all the time. And it's, it's a demoralization campaign more, more mm-hmm. than anything else um, that people want you to feel defeated. They want mm-hmm. you to feel like there's no hope. But that that you you can't take this this black pill. You can't you can't be you know, defeatist. You can't think that it's all over because, um, yeah, victimization. Like we have this victim culture where the victim is is the good guy, but mm-hmm. the regime's hatred of you know white straight Christian men uh, trumps the victim culture, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, so if this guy and his family had gotten knifed. And and they're bleeding out on the floor of the subway car. No one would say, or very few people would. One, no one would even see the video because mm-hmm. I mean, want to be too violent for people to see. But also, no one would really care because they would they would say, well, these are oppressors, right? The, I mean, that's the regime perspective is that these these are oppressors. These white people, in in one sense, they had it coming. They kind of deserve it. That that's 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 the attitude that they they have toward toward mm-hmm. you know white folks and mm-hmm. and so. Like why, why, you know, you know, don't, so it's all to say, don't dwell on this, that don't, don't try to be a victim and play that card. Cause that's, that's part of too. Like, um, it's, it's the, the thing that people, conservative people often do 
is, oh, imagine if the situations were reversed. Like, I mean, look at this. If it was a, um, if it was a, if it was a white guy accosting this this black family, of course, yeah. Imagine if the situation reversed. That guy would be destroyed. I mean, they would have gotten up and and the the dad would have gotten up and and destroyed that the white guy, you know, a racist white guy seeing evil stuff, and and <clears throat> and everyone would have cheered for him. Everyone would say, mm-hmm. "Whoa, what a wonderful man!" Um, that's what would happen if the situation was reversed. It's not an equitable situation right. whatsoever. And, and you need to recognize that you need to recognize reality. And that takes courage. That's the other thing is that like saying the stuff that we're saying that it's not popular, like people will hate you for, for saying these things. People hate Scott Adams and they, they, mm-hmm. they, you know, canceled him and, and took him off the, off of the newspaper and everything else. It's, it's not something you are uh, allowed to talk about, right? You're, you're mm-hmm. not like your, your pastor is not going to talk about this stuff. He's terrified mm-hmm. to talk about it, right? He's not going to tell you that he's not going to say this this thing like this dad did the right thing and not escalating the situation because of under of as far as recognizing the conditions as they are like no one in no one in authority is saying these things and that's when the real signal of change is when is when people in leadership positions on the right including pastors i would say uh, especially uh, begin to give direction to to men and to young men to understand these are the conditions that you are living under. You you need to you need to recognize that. And again, like we said, don't be a victim. Don't think, oh, woe is me. There's nothing I could do. Everybody hates hates white guys. Um, but adapt to it. Uh, recognize the reality and overcome it. And uh, lead an excellent life uh, in spite of all of the things against you. Uh, it's not it's not hopeless. Um, you could still have success and succeed. Uh, you, if you have skill and ability, uh, that, that still will win out. Uh, but you, you have to not pretend that you live in a world that, that does not exist anymore. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we always save the most controversial stuff for the end. Uh, so that's, so if, if you, (laughs) if you've made it this far toward the end, uh, of our, of our show, please, you know, please like and subscribe. We're 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 like your typical podcast. Please like and subscribe. Give us five star review. All these things, but really do it. Really, it really does help. Um, it 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 really helps. Uh, get get the the message out of of what we are saying. And and if if you appreciate, you know, truly, uh, right wing political thought from from a faithful uh, conservative Christian perspective, uh, then then share this with people. Let people know that what we're doing. Uh, because we're we're going to continue going through the the events of the day, and again, what we what we are trying to do here is not just discuss the news, and not just discuss the stuff that's been online, because uh, anybody can do that. Anybody could talk about, oh, Trump didn't get arrested, or Ron DeSantis said this or said that. Um, we want to we want to think through these things on a on a deeper level, and and use them as as a way to to teach uh, a, a way of thinking about politics that is <coughs> largely foreign uh, mm-hmm. today. And so if you value this, uh, let other people know and, and, and let them know where they can find us. But CJ, is there anything, um, that you have, uh, that you've worked on this week? I know you, you released another post on, on Substack uh, recently, but what, what stuff can people find that you're working on, uh, outside of here? CJ com is where you can find my posts. And this week was a little slow for me. I was really, really busy and my internet was down half the time. Uh, <laughs> but that's where I will be posting and writing. And of course, on Twitter at um, Contra 
Mordor, not Contra Mundum, Contra Mordor on Twitter yeah. and on Gab Contra Mordor. So look me up. And I, I, I'm not, so my sources are telling me that they're actually going to shut my account down unless I get 2,000 uh, followers by the end of next week. So I hope really? you do follow it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad out there. I hope that people yeah, follow it. Yeah, we better, we better, that. <clears throat> we better get you some followers immediately. Yes. Um, as for me, I have some more posts that are coming out uh, on news.gab.com. Uh, hopefully, by the time this podcast is out, there will be a new post about um, in, in the series that I'm, that I'm doing about surviving trash world. And one of it, it, the next one, the next in the series is deconstructing from the religious faith of liberalism, of of liberal democracy. Uh, it very much is a liberal faith. It's a, a, a thing that, that you know, the globalist Americans uh, take on faith is, and it's at the core of their religion. And so uh, we as Christians should deconstruct from that. You know, this is the, all, all, all the rage right now is deconstructing, you know, all these people that are leaving the faith talking about, Oh, I, I discovered all these things about the faith that, that are not true. And these things in the Bible, and I had to question my faith. Well, it's like, well, actually you should be doing that, but not for the Christian faith for this false belief that you have that, that in liberalism. So uh, hopefully uh, you get a chance to check that out. Uh, I think, I think if you listen to this show, you'll really like it. Um, and as always follow me on, on Twitter and at Gab at Boniface option. And uh, unfortunately we did not have enough time for the poster. We're all going to make it uh, to be our guest this week. Maybe next week we'll see what we can do. Otherwise have a wonderful week and we will see you next time. Thank you.